welcome to the Countdown Podcast. Today we're going to review Godzilla Minus One for you. My name's Wayne. And my name is Paul. And let's get straight into it then for this really successful Japanese film that was released very late in 2023. It is, of course, an epic kaiju film directed, written, and with visual effects by Takashi Yamazaki. Ah. I'm not even going to try to say the name of everybody else involved because <laughs> it will just be embarrassing. But let's just put it this way, Wayne. The budget, which I already told you, because peek behind the curtains, we recorded our best of the year list before we did this one. Might hear it pop up there. Just quietly. Less than 15 million US dollars. The box office thus far around the world, 95 million. Now, even our way we came to watch this film, because we did want to see it ahead of our best of the year, top 10 films of 2023 list. Mm. We watched this Tuesday night. Yep. In the one cinema in Perth that was playing it for one session per day. At what time, Paul? 9.30 in the PM. 9.30 in the PM. Which in Wayne, well, it was hilarious because Wayne will get fuck all sleep, but he will say that's extraordinarily late for him. Yeah, here's the thing. I, uh, I do sleep late, generally, a habit I'm looking to remedy this year. But as a rule, even though I sleep at 1, 2 in the morning, I'm really no good to anyone after about 10. So yeah, Because between 10 and 1, that's called Wayne's go time. <laughs> Well, the thing is, I usually when when I'm someone Paul goes, hey man, nine thirty session on a Tuesday night. I'm like, I will be asleep at ten zero one. You will not be. Right? You lying sack of shit. But anyway, the point is that even then there were about a hundred people in that showing. So this has come out three four weeks ago, and I get it. If you might say, well, it was only one session in Perth. Of course, everyone's going there. But still, it's speaking no. to how successful this film is is becoming. I'd so, in the run if I was then. On that note, Wayne, what is Godzilla minus one about? Okay, so it's about this kamikaze pilot uh, set in post-war or just about the end of, of, of World War II yep. in Japan. And he uh, essentially is, he is a surviving kamikaze pilot for various reasons, comes back to his hometown, finds it decimated by the war, and apparently a big-ass lizard. And it is, a, it is the story of how he exists in that post-war period in his hometown and how the Godzilla-ness comes into effect and his personal mission, I guess, to go after Godzilla after all of the havoc that's been wreaked. On Rotten Tomatoes, this one has 98% of 166 critic reviews as being positive with an average score of 8.4 out of 10. On Metacritic, always harsher, this has a score of 80 out of 100 based on 33 critics and audiences polled by cinema scores are left the cinema Gave this an A on the A plus to F scale. So this is a this is a film which is absolutely blowing people's socks off. I'm seeing it on many many top ten films of the year lists, and that's why we decided to see it. And that's why we're bringing our review to you. It'll all be a little bit late. Yeah, better late than never. Wayne, what did you think of Godzilla minus one? Right. So I think that the show itself. I didn't know what to expect. I had heard that it was a very human story, despite being a kaiju film. Mm-hmm. I don't love kaiju films. No, okay I think that's probably them. really important to emphasize, if yeah. I may jump in my apologies. Please, please, please. I am not a kaiju film appreciator. Really? Even the Pacific Rims of the world, which are, you know, kaiju adjacent and they involve kaijus, but not as the, you know. I yeah. didn't I don't think I've liked any one of these films. I thought Shin Godzilla, to be really honest, was a really boring, boring film. What the hell is Shin Godzilla? I keep hearing it. came about. out like 2014, 2015, and it was a, a film which was largely about bureaucracy running rampant in modern-day Japan when Godzilla oh. attacks modern-day Japan. Not my cup of tea at all. Hated it. No one liked my And movie. that was a foreign film, yeah? Little, yeah, it's a Japanese film. Sorry, it's Most of these films are Japanese films, but then, of course, we've had the kaiju universe, the monster universe, with Matthew Broderick, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking well, of. No, not the 1998 piece of shit. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking, thinking about. Of. The 2014 Gareth Edwards film, and then we've had Kong Skull Island, oh, yeah. and then we've had 
Godzilla v Kong, whatever the fuck that one was called, from Adam Wingard. See, we've remember. got another one coming in the New Empire in April. And meanwhile, I've had Monarch Legacy or whatever the fuck it's called. Mm-hmm. So this whole thing is rife through culture at the moment. And meanwhile, the Japanese Toho have gone back and made their own version thereof, kind of almost reinventing, rebooting the franchise. And that's where this film lands. But I don't particularly like... There's not one of those films I just mentioned that I gave high scores to. Godzilla, uh-huh. the first 2014 Godzilla, I think I gave three stars to. Okay. That's as good as it gets for me. So I, I'm not an appreciator of this, and I want this review to be heard with that in mind. Yeah. Now, yeah. are you a more appreciative than I am? Or? No, I don't care about monsters. I don't care. I, look, sci-fi, the very specific sci-fi works for me. Um, you know, I like Star Trek and things like that. But like, yeah, as a rule, monsters are a little adjacent to horror for me. So I'm eh. Again, the monster movie is secondary to the drama. Interesting. Yeah. Because if there's a big criticism of all those American films I've just mentioned, it's that the human element is pathetic and it gets in the way. Just bring us the big monsters fighting. That's what everyone bullies. says. That's what everyone says. And as I said in the show, this was the first of these, which was like, could you get the Godzilla out of the way so I can understand what's happening with this particular like lead character and his kin, Lenny, whatever. And why I guess I was... I wasn't... I didn't know what to expect. All I knew was that. I heard it was more of a drama than anything else, which is very interesting to me. So I didn't even know that. I just knew about the universal acclaim. So I came to this film with very high expectations, which was probably pretty dumb, given I'm not a kaiju appreciator, as I've just explained. So, oh, yeah, I, I guess this film had that to scale for me. And if I'm really honest, I don't think it met my really high expectations. I think this is a good film. Mm-hmm. I think especially for the budget, it looks so much better than what is up there on the screen. That part I truly appreciate. But my problems with this film are story related and the plot developments as they as they occur. And arguably, people kept saying, oh, it's a human element. I, I think there was some gross overacting in this movie. What? Melodramatic moments completely. And I, I get in the 50s, that's how probably all cinema was really, Japanese cinema included. <laughs> and this is a huge homage to all of that. But so some moments that completely took me out of the film with how ridiculous the acting was. Really, I yeah. I am very surprised to hear that because for me, like, look, here's the thing. And then the plot beats. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, all right. Late, particularly late, we can't talk about it until we get to spoilers. No, no, yeah, we, and we will do so that. The things so, I don't like, I will talk about what I do like after you tell us what you do like about it. Sure, sure. Look, it's always a bit exciting when an international film makes a splash. I think, particularly like you haven't we hear about korean film all the time but this is japanese cinema we don't hear about it a lot you know not as much as not as much for me anyway and so when you uh, see something like this turn up and i've i've seen like these articles like you know godzilla minus 1 shames hollywood with like how little it spends and how good it well, is i so have on. to agree if you think about the budget of those big mm. monsterverse films versus this one the real skill set here is actually selling that. Like, if you if you had to go to a studio, albeit a Japanese studio or whatever, and say, I've got this Godzilla story, and they're like, here we go again. Except, you know, it's more of a drama. They're like, get out of my office. You know what I mean? We want to see big, bad Godzilla, whatever. What this film does really well is it does, in my opinion, balance, in fact, overbalance on the drama end in a way that doesn't put you off. And that's the real magic trick. Now, the actual special effects of it is pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. And not so much pretty darn good because it was a, uh, executed well, which it was. It was because the entire tilt of the film was, uh, you know, sort of it's meant to be a 50s kind of film. They made Godzilla look like a guy in a suit. 
Yep. Now, I don't know how they did that or what it does, but I, what was good about it Probably was that... they just put a guy in a suit. <laughs> but did they, though? Because there was no, definitely that, CGI as well. There were CGI elements in there where they, they were mimicking that. Yeah. And that was a deliberate decision. Yes, and that's what's good is that it came off like a deliberate decision. Sometimes you try that retro type of special effect and it just looks cheap, like you didn't necessarily mean for it to look cheap, but they did it in such a way where you're like, oh, okay, so Godzilla not only looks like a Godzilla from that time because of probably the suit or whatever, but the things that it does and the way that it moves and the way that it's captured off in the distance, bit forward, finally it's close to you. They're obviously mixing CGI when it's actually in the water as opposed to standing upside on the water. That looked really cool and I bought the whole thing. Like As soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, they're doing this and now I can enjoy it. So I dug that shit. Yep, all right. Um, And you like the human drama here, clearly. I thought it was a bit uh, overwrought. All right, so the human drama, essentially, because it's about this this kamikaze pilot. By the way, in Japanese, kamikaze means divine wind, which is what I call it when I fart for longer than three seconds. But, like, they, you know, there's a whole deal about it being very, very like, cool. Not whatever the round wine calls it, but anyway. <laughs> no, I, tip, I, yeah, I tend to just record it and put it online. Um, the- <laughs> you will not believe, listeners, the number of times one of us farts, one is like, just put it in there, just put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> I think people would get a kick out of it because they don't have to smell it. So, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the human thing. I, I think I know what Paul's going to say about the developments with the people and how he doesn't necessarily buy a few different things. But for me, I did buy it because what happens and what transpires in the show is all happening post-war when people don't even have homes and don't even have shit to go to and they're trying to figure stuff out. And, you know, clearly this guy is the type of guy that would allow that. We'll get into it in spoilers. But I didn't didn't bump into any of that stuff. So, yeah, tell me. I think what this film does exceptionally well is is the ironically, the kaiju monster attacking moments when Godzilla, this mean, evil Godzilla, in the Monsterverse films, he's kind of like this bastion of maybe goodness, kind of pseudo almost... He's not bad. Like he's trying. At yeah. some point, he's kind of trying to say, and I just don't. I don't truck with this at all. Mm. Like uh, that's probably what I bump into. To use your phrase, yeah. bump into hardest about the monster verse in this film. He's just evil. Yeah, he he's just a, wants to fuck shit up. Exactly, he's just, just destroying shit. shit. Doesn't give a fuck. He's just you know, it's, it's kind of like a monster. human walking among ants. Like I don't give a fuck if I step on your on your piece of shit um, city hive. Yeah, so <laughs> hive is not the right word. Yeah, yeah, ant nest nest that I liked. And then the scenes where he's wrecking, wreaking destruction are really effective and well done. I'm told, listen to our top 10 films of the year list if you haven't already, when it, well, when it does come out after this episode, told that that was a deliberate decision to make things look like models when they weren't models. I thought there were some sequences that clearly were models, but apparently not. Which really? is how good the CGI was in this particular film to make it look like, for again, for less than $15 million. Wow. The yeah. destruction scenes around Tokyo. Wow. And then... The Jaws homages and pastiches mm. in this film are so prevalent. And the director and the writer has gone on record saying, yeah, Jaws was a big influence. And you can totally see it in this movie. Arguably the best sequence of the whole film is when Godzilla is chasing a small boat and some of our main characters are on it. I'm like, wow, this is so Jawsian and I am very excited. Do you, do you know what? Not physically. Yes. But very excited mentally. No, I get that. But you know what wasn't Jawsian and I appreciated it more for it? In Jaws, you don't see the shark till the end, right? For the for the very famous reasons why in that movie production. Yep. This 
Fuck no. Straight up. Boom. Godzilla. Straight in your yes, face. But, and I, and I, is it a spoiler? First act, man. The first 20 minutes of the movie, Godzilla appears, but he's way smaller than you expect, and then things happen. So I was like, what are we gonna, what is this thing going to do? This will just be kicked by, by, by a tank, and that's the end of it. But that's but, but the point is like you, you're like you're like, oh what's going on here? Holy shit! There's Godzilla, and you see what he looks like. Yes, he looks slightly different later on. I want you to remind me of something, Wayne. I want to give credit here to I think sometimes listener of the show Maximil, Maximus Soul mm-hmm. on Letterbox, whose review really emphasises. He said something that I'm going to say for spoilers All right. about Godzilla. I'm going to say Maximus to you, and then you tell yes, us. Okay, I'll come back to it. But I don't. Wanna, I want to mark this occasion because I think it's a genius take on this movie. Okay, cool. Yeah. So uh, uh, and you and so I think I'm trying to think about what else I could say without spoiling it. Probably it's, it's not very heavily much. on the criticism of the Japanese government and the way they waged their war, and even the fact that they sent kamikaze pilots in with their divine wind to yes. to their deaths. There's criticism that criticism of the way that they approached the whole war, and, and I like that element of it, and then the way they didn't really support people after the. I mean, what could they do? But anyway, it's critical of the Japanese approach to war. Which they can do now, seventy years removed, yeah, almost from very, from the very, effect. You know, shogun oh, more kind than of give yourself, from when they yeah, waited. that kind of thing. It's it's. I remember having because studied Japanese in high school, so we did all about the culture and stuff and how the kamikaze pilots their their planes are literally a missile. They actually built yeah, there's no to, to blow seat. up. Yeah. yeah, and that was just because that's the honor of ja- Japanese warfare and this and that. I've never been on board with it, and apparently no, the filmmakers. And, and there are other either. cultures, of course, that embrace that. We think about sort of what we would, we in the West would describe as terrorist attacks. It's a very yep, similar kind of thing, right? Absolutely. So, so yeah, yeah. So I think that that's quite powerful. Now, and then there's a very strong examination of call it survivor's guilt, mm-hmm. call it shell shock, call it what it is today: PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. That is this film to a T. Right. I think that's really powerful, and I think all that is well done. Nice. All right, so that's the things I really liked about it. The things that I don't like about it largely fall down to pacing. I think there are moments in the film where it lags mm. pretty badly and then some things about the plot developments that I cannot talk about here. So, See, as I said, like I usually fall asleep in a film that, that, that that's like you know playing at like 10.30 and I whatever, right? <laughs> didn't fall asleep in this one. Didn't even want to. Uh, and we saw this with my brother who, yeah. who joined us for the screening and you went to the, the toilet yeah, after. Amazingly, you didn't go for a piss during the film. Uh-huh. Right, just before right. and immediately thereafter. But, you know, there was a good two hours that we didn't. Mm-hmm. Incredible, well done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Not you, you bladder. And, <laughs> and my brother and I talked a bit about it and you came back and you said a comment which made me think, geez, Wayne, we really like this movie. What? You agreed that the score was good. I'm like, holy shit. Yep. Wayne liked the score in a film. Yep. He is pretty much going home to jerk off to this film. Pretty much, like, well, when 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 you know, the attacks happen and you got the bum 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 bum, like, the, well, you know, it's the, the the Godzilla score. It wasn't like overtly like it wasn't that. It was just this. Woo! It actually worked for me. So I was like, yeah, I'm a bit excited about this scene now, having noticed the score. So there you are. There we are. All right, then let's get into it then in terms of our spoiler thoughts. But Wayne really loved this movie. I thought it was pretty good. Hmm. I think it's probably the happy synopsis there. Tell yes. Yep. All right. Let's get into the other side of this spoiler warning. You can't handle the truth. And the truth is, this is the best Godzilla film I've seen. Oh, easily for me too? Yeah. Okay. There we are. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I might not score it as high as Wayne, but again, not a kaiju appreciator. So hence, when I score as higher than any other of these kinds of films, you need to keep that in mind. Wayne, what do you want to talk about in terms of things you couldn't talk about before? Okay. And then I'll take it from there. A couple of few things here. Now. One thing I wanted to get from my chest is that I don't understand how Godzilla stands up in the water. 
because he's obviously like, the water depth is so much is like they you know they drag him down to fifteen hundred meters. So how does he does he tread water and yeah. still is that how that works? Yep. Okay. Same way we keep our head above water. Yeah, but I can't do that. I can't look like I'm standing on the water, which is what he kind of does. You yeah, could. Could I? All right, all right, fine. All right, so yeah, there's so that. What you do, Wayne, is you put your, you kick scissor legs with your scissor feet. Scissor legs, yeah, that's called then, the egg beater, I and believe. Then with your hands, you're waving yeah, yeah, back yeah. and forth. I used to be and good then at you'll that. keep your head above water. Yeah, but his whole chest is above water, right? Yeah, but he's got a big fucking tail as well. Okay, maybe that's what's happening. All right, I'm on board with that. <laughs> I'm fine with it now. Good. I think the score just went up. Yep, just went up. Just went up. Let's see. The spoiler ways. All right, so. Let's get to, on the island, when Godzilla first appears and is smaller. Early on. One of the developments is that they're like, yo, man, can you reach the plane guns, the 20 millimeter guns, and can you fire at Godzilla to try and kill it? Now. And so this, we're led to believe, cowardly guy jumps in the plane, can't pull the trigger because he knows it will attract Godzilla's attention. Exactly. And so everyone else dies by one other guy. Exactly. Now, do we think, because it was Babyzilla, that the 20 millimeter cannons would have worked on him or not worked on him or was the idea that we're not sure why. Because they certainly didn't work later on. We'll never know. Yeah. We'll never know. So this brings me back to Maximus. Maximus Soul has said something I think is intriguing. Go on. Godzilla represents the main character's guilt. He doesn't kill this creature. He gets bigger than everything ever. Oh. Now, I don't believe his review is suggesting, but thematically... What he's dealing with is now bigger than Ben fucking her. It starts small because he went to the island. Because he just he landed there having not flown himself to his death. That's right. And then after that, he doesn't pull the trigger on these, as you say, whatever, millimeter guns. He failed to assuage his guilt. And the guilt grows bigger and he is a ruin of a man and Godzilla is the thematic representation thereof. Excellent pull and excellent great. call. All right. All credit. Maximus Soul. Go check out his reviews on Letterboxd. Along that line, then when he returns to the mainland and he sees his home decimated. Lost he's his like, parents. Lost his parents, lost his family, lost his everyone. Still gets people beating on him for being, I thought you were a kamikaze pilot. What are you doing here? one of those here? moments. The neighbor, the woman who becomes part of their yep. life, helps take care of the kid. She's terrible. She's a terrible actor. She's so over the top. Oh, yes. Even though your wife is Asian, you don't have as many Asian women in your life. Trust me, they're melodramatic. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> didn't bump into it. I'm like, yeah, okay. Oh my god, I'm like, you are you are a stinker in this otherwise good film. Even him, the main character, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Shiki, sh- sh- mm-hmm. <laughs> good. Not there's an S. There's an S in there. There's an S in there. Excellent. But there's no R. <laughs> there's never an. <laughs> I uh, hope everyone gets that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, sorry. Keep going. It's Shika something. Yeah, okay. Shika <laughs> can, you, can you do that again it's for me? <laughs> oh, if you can't do it, what fucking hope do I have? <laughs> so he's over the top at times in this movie for me. Shikishima. Shikishima is so over the top with his... Is he the, the actor or the, or the character? That's the character. Okay, so his reactions are so extreme, melodramatic for mine. Like particularly that last... For example... The last scene in the hospital, he comes in there and he's crying. I'm like, oh fuck off! <laughs> Maybe it's because it's a je- it's a foreign film. It's harder for me to, to yes, pick a good I need to fully acknowledge that. Yeah, when you don't watch, obviously, the number of films in Japanese that I watch in English, it's it's harder to tell. Well, let's just just get on that, okay? At the end, we we're led to believe in the in the in the movie that you know the what the sorry the the girl that he is in a with. very great sequence again in the middle of 
of Godzilla laying waste to Tokyo. She yeah. shoves him into a little laneway, alleyway, and she bears the brunt of the explosion from his atomic breath, which is so fucking cool. Mm. Can I say that quickly? Yeah. That the way his dorsal fins or all the, all the things pop out of his... Yeah. That's like fire that began Star Blazers, but with warning. Yes. That's awesome. And, and then when he fires, blue. boom, there's an atomic explosion. It's basically a nuke. I'm like, what? That is the fucking coolest shit ever. And he does that in the middle of Tokyo, and she gets caught in the... The what's the word? Yeah, the, the fallout, blast, yeah, the blast whatever, from yeah. it. She's dead. Like you see her fly away. She's fucking dead, along with everyone else, apart from Shikishima, whatever his name is. Yeah, well, he he was sheltered by the alley. Yes, I'm not having a go at that. I'm having a go at the fact that then she comes back alive. My bigger thing is that she could have just jumped in with him. She could have just taken him with him. She, she could have dived have into him rather yes, than shoving him out of the way. Exactly. Okay, sure. But you know, uh, yes, and of course, at the end, you find out after everything that. She is alive now. I knew Paul would have fucking shat his oh. pants and thrown up at that. I personally liked it. it I'm like, good shit. for you. However, I do now understand what. Again, check out our top ten films of the year list. Jason was talking about in that episode, and indeed, our good friends over at So Wizard were talking about. I miss this. I have to be honest. I miss this in the cinema. There's this black thing that crawls along her neck and moves. I didn't see it. I don't think I did either. Right. So implying that she hasn't escaped unscathed. Oh, that thing. Is he saying that she'll turn into Mothra? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know law here, but yeah. I don't think she gets out of here alive in her human form. Oh, that would make a good sequel. Which uh, is what propelled it. Because I knocked I knocked. I didn't see that. I thought it was just done. Full stuff. Because this film is very... I mean, it's fine. All films are manipulative. This film wants you to believe that Shikishima's sacrifice is noble. and he's, It is. It, thematically, it makes sense. They do a really clever thing, which we'll come to in a moment. But one of the reasons he's prepared to kill himself is because he thinks this woman who's he's never got involved with, though clearly she has eyes for him. Yeah. And they have this adopted daughter together and they're raising her. And by the way, one of the most unrealistic things about this film is this kid doesn't cry until about now, 40 minutes into the movie. But anyway. <laughs> Spot the dad. <laughs> so he loses her, his life's bereft. He can now leave that child with the neighbor who's raised three boys successfully or they all died in the war and that's why she hates him but anyway so he's taking care of business there he's gonna fly his plane into godzilla's mouth it is the weaponized yep armament that you've just described yep, yep. brilliant that all makes thematic sense even him surviving makes thematic sense and it's a very powerful moment but then to cheapen it though oh she lived as well fuck off all right here's the other all right right and it was such a shit thing telegram i oh i literally went oh for fuck's sake Man, I was well. You know what? Given that the 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 you know to 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 hop on the this the is Godzilla like the anti Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, but the, if the Godzilla is his guilt, right? And he finally, in a mammoth effort, kills or deals oh, with his guilt, his confronts demons. his guilt, and beats it. Does he not deserve the reward? No. Oh, not come the, on. not in the cheating thematic world. This so basically in this movie. Here's my problem with it. So we have the jaws. Scenes on the boat where the the kooky doctor and the young guy and the and the old captain and and then Shikishima yep. are waiting as a fourth guy. No one, no one of consequence in this film dies. No one. So what, Paul? It's fine. You are depicting. You not have the balls to kill anybody off who matters. That in this doesn't movie. necessarily de- make a good movie, you no, freak. No, but it, <laughs> it just feels completely innocuous to the the central tenor. There's a whole. Section of Tokyo is destroyed by Godzilla. They've been bombed into non-existence by the US. And yet this film wants to posit that everyone who matters walks away. Uh, it, it doesn't sit right with me. Okay, I think it's a weakness of the film, of the script. They need to have a few more balls. Even if they kill the young guy 
who leads in the tugboat fucking brigade. Something. Kill someone off. They killed the whole tugboat. Not the tugboat, but the um the people there who There were the- no characters have been established on it. They're, 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 yeah, there were some people, yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're not. They're not established. Okay, so established characters being killed because at the beginning everyone dies except two two boys. Yeah. So the guy so, who lives that was the other part. I wanted to flip around to something I thought was well handled. Yep. Was the guy who's fucking angry for not firing those guns? Yep, yep. Justifiably so. His crew were all killed by Godzilla on the island. It was small and whatever else. And then we have the atom bomb exploded, and the the mutations to his genes create the big huge monster that Godzilla becomes. Mm-hmm. He sets up the plane because. Shikishima seeks him out and says, you need, to, you need to create this plane for me to destroy Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I now need to confront my literal demons. Yeah. Metaphorical and literal demons. And he does. And my cutaway, it's really obvious to cut away. I'm like, okay. But still, it's a powerful I- moment after he survives and he's, he is... Because he allows him to live. He says... Then we cut back to yeah. the guy saying... There's an ejector seat. There's an ejector seat here. That's what that red thing is yeah. for. Live. Yes. That was a powerful moment. It's good. like, I well, want you to die this whole time. That's good. The fact he lived made sense. The fact she did doesn't. Okay. I, I actually thought that when... Because before they even cut away to the flashback of him saying, pull the... He said, use this handle to arm the bomb before cut. you go in. I thought that was the ejector seat. It was, wasn't it? No. He's, there was a whole separate thing to say there's an ejector seat. Oh, I he the knew other. there was an ejector I thought that Shikishima didn't know there was an ejector seat. So when he armed the bomb, it fucking fired him no, out. No, no. Because otherwise you wouldn't be the right spot. You know? Yeah, no, it's no, too, no, too it was definitely, yeah. no. It was definitely what I said it was. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, look, overall, I think this film is a triumph of, of relatively low budget filmmaking. Totally. Very, very impressive. I don't buy into the emotional connection. I didn't give a fuck about any of these characters. Didn't you? What a bastard. It would not have mattered to me one whit if they all had have died in putting putting Godzilla down. Really? Yeah. That's bottom line. Is even the, even the, the friends on the boat who came to his house saying, don't tell her you're not her father. That's the one thing he's a cunt. He's like, I'm not your father. Yeah. And, and they're like, and, hey, oh, I'm not going to be with you. And then she gets a job in, in Gaizu or Gaizu. Ginza. Ginza, thank you. Yeah. And, you know, she's rocking up to work and that's when they get attacked. And then, then he realizes how much he, he cares about and charges after her. Wouldn't it be nice when he was... At the end of the film, falling to his knees at the side of her bed to apologize. If you know, maybe he had have said, "I love you" and I've always loved you, or something like that. But it was, it was a bit lame. But for you, isn't it better that he doesn't do all that and go super no, because, soppy? Because he'd gone super soppy before that point. Now he's ready to kill himself. How about this? Given that now that you finally got the chance, say fucking something, you asshole. Maybe you're so moved you couldn't form words. Probably I don't know. so overacting. You're correct. <laughs> well, how about this then, Paul? Does it help you out? Her living that because she has whatever that black thing on her neck that moves, maybe that imbued her with enough strength to actually survive a blast, no, and no, that's she why got she's alive it from the blast. Yeah, the but then still, but it still helped her live. Ah, still think it's a bit ah, shit. All right, fine. Still drops at half a star. It was one whole star. Now it's dropped at half a star. Okay, fine. All right, Wayne. Any further thoughts about Godzilla minus one? What you loved about it? Because clearly you did love it. Yeah, I did love it. And uh, no, I can just say this, that it was a happy surprise. It, it very much helped that I didn't expect a damn thing. That does. So Whereas I'm the opposite. I had high expectations. Uh, see, despite that's not expectations. Loving, okay, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, despite not loving kaiju films, which is dumb. So ultimately, I'm an idiot. Nice. That's how we can... No, I don't idiot. It's like, whatever. These things happen. Uh, I'm going to give it a 79. <laughs> okay, I'll give it a 69. So it's not that big Dude. a difference at the All end right. of the day. All right. Yeah. No, it's uh, I could even get to an 80 if I saw it probably again in a different... <laughs> Just but give it an 80. I find it's 80. Yeah. Four stars clean. Four stars clean. I am three and a half stars. Four Godzilla That's all right. I used to like it. Again, I did like it. Again, yeah. I don't want to make it sound like I didn't. I did like it. I just was hoping it was going to be even better 
than it was. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's our review of Godzilla Minus One. What did you think? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Let us know via email at thecountdownpodcast.gmail.com on Twitter at the Countdown. sorry, X at the Countdown PC. You can like and follow the show on Podbean where we host and check out all the links on thecountdownpodcast.com for our website, our community, Facebook's community, all the rest of that. It's been an absolute pleasure once again coming to you with this big review of a foreign film. Love it. My name is Paul. My name's Wayne. This has been the soundboard. Barely used today. I'm very upset with myself. Good stuff. Inconceivable. But a film like this would be on everyone's top ten list. But here we are. We'll catch you next time. See ya. See ya. Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. We're going to review Godzilla Minus One for you right now. My name is Wayne. And my name is Paul. Straight into it then for this very, very large kind of... What do you call it, Paul? Uh, uh, we start again. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. Today we're going to review Godzilla minus one for you. I'm Wayne Zilla. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Paul. And this, welcome to the review. Fucking cunt, you <laughs> fuck, fucking <laughs> fuck, fuck. That's all right, we're going to get the fuck, for fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. This is... Fuck me! (laughs) 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 I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I do not know. Okay. But believe me when I say you are not the worst offender of today. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. My name is Wayne. (laughs) 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 (la